For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in. It is the third and final hour here on Monday. And when it's the third and final hour on Monday, you know what time it is. It's time to turn on the light with Jack's Blaine of New Bedford Light. We're going to do that in just a moment. I just got to give me one second here, Jack, because I, I messed myself up by... It's as if Jack was behind the board. <laughs> no, but by putting your music in the computer here that runs the same computer as the theme song, I'm just I'm just waiting out the theme song to end after I've already faded it down. So once the intro music for that ends, then we can uh, go into this. I'll fix that. I'll figure it out. I'm still learning how to like get in here and program everything the way that I want it. But right now, what I can do is I can do this. Turn on the light with Jack's plane of New Bedford Light. Before we do that, Jack, do we do we want to clear out these calls? Sure, sure. Let's, 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 let's see who's on the line. Good morning. You're on WBSM with Jack's plane. Hello. Once, twice. Okay. Good morning. You're on WBSM with Jack's plane. Well, phone's on. <laughs> I'm always interested in people who stay on the line but walk away from it. And <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if sometimes this is just that they they hang up and for some reason the call doesn't oh, disconnect. I Maybe okay. I don't know. Cell phones are weird these days. Yep. You never know what's going to happen. So it's been quite a week since we spoke to you last. When we talked to you last, we were just at the beginning stages, really, of finding out what had gone on behind the scenes. And in fact, we really hadn't heard much about what had gone on with this ballot petition and the fact that it has. I I, I keep using the term failed. But I don't know that that's an accurate way to portray it because it's hard to fail if you weren't following the correct procedure in the first place. Well, they can still come back and do it in a two-year process, mm -hmm. which I don't think they want to do. It seems like their effort right now is to get the council to put it on the ballot and have the mayor sign it as a, almost like an apology for them having the troubles that they had. Um, I have not heard a councilor who's in favor of doing that yet. I heard on your program last week, Councilor Moray's not in favor of it. I th actually, I think Councilor Abu said that he would do it. Um, I thought Councilor Carney was kind of not saying which one way or the other. Lima, the same thing. But I haven't heard outside of Ian. And Ian didn't say he would vote for it. He, he said he would put it on the ballot. So uh, I, I, I don't see the councilors putting term limits to, 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 to do that. I, you know, before this controversy or after the controversy, I just don't. 
think they were ever going to do that. Yeah, I was, you know, the conversation, I had two conversations with Councillor Carney this week. One on the phone because of the whole Gilly Safiolos issue, um, which maybe we'll get into. And then the other conversation I had with her was on Friday on the phone. And in both of those conversations, she mentioned, you know, that if she is fortunate enough to be reelected, she wants the council presidency next year and that she would make one of her initiatives for the year to be the creation of this charter commission and to push for that. So you're right. I mean, it's 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 not going to be a quick thing, but it, it can happen. Yeah, but it sounds like what they have in mind is um, term limits for everybody and increasing the um, city council term to four years, which I, I would be very against because they're a legislative body, like the House of Representatives, the, the Massachusetts House of Representatives, the, the federal House of Representatives. They don't, they don't run every four years. Uh, they, they're trying to get themselves to be equal to the mayor, but the House of Representatives is not equal to the president, and the House of Representatives in Massachusetts is not equal to the governor. I, I think that they're a legislative body. They need to be closer to the people, but... It seems to me the council has their own agenda on this. They want to open up the whole thing. The mayor has said he would support council term limits. He hasn't said whether he would support mayoral term limits or a school committee or um, assessors, I guess, is the other elected office in, in New Bedford, so which is actually six years. If, you know, you're, you're probably more familiar with, with the process than I am. If they did have a charter review commission and they made these suggestions and they said, yes, I think we should have term limits for the for the city council and for the mayor and for the assessors. And I also think we should, you know, make it so that the it's a four year term for the city councilors. Does this have to be taken wholesale? All of these proposed changes? Is that what people will vote on or can they vote on individual parts of what the commission recommends? I, I don't know. And I, and I think this is a good point to make the point that changing a charter is a complex process and there are multiple ways to do it. Um, Assistant City, uh, Associate City Solicitor Nicholas DeMarco, when I did the interview with um, Eric Jakes, um, he had written a three and a half page, very dense, complicated uh, summary outline and, and took him a while to put it together because he didn't know it off the top of his head. Uh, uh, there are very different ways to change the charter and every city and town has different ways and the state has different ways. Um, this is somewhat by way of defense of, of me and he, I think he should have given more information than he gave, um, although it's hard to know what he gave versus what Catherine Adiemowitz says, but I think that it's a very complex process and there's lots of different ways to do it and so anybody you know, even if it's, you know, I, I think Manny should know most of us, but I don't know that anybody would really know off the top of their head, you know, exactly what the process is. And if you believe Manny, he didn't, and he told them he didn't. If you believe Catherine, he told her exactly what the process was. So we got some calls here lighting up. Why don't we, why don't we take these calls and, and see what those are all about? Good morning. You were on with Jack Blaine. Hello. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Gilly. Hi, Gilly. How you guys doing? I just want to clear up some things, okay? You, all the city councilors came out and spoke with you guys after I made challenges to everybody. But my main concern is... I, I don't think it was your challenges, Gilly, that got him to, to make comments. No, it's the fact that they were here as guests. Yeah, no, I understand that. But nobody was saying anything until I threw the, the thing down with Dan Hebrew to put it on the agenda. But my concern is um, about... Uh, remember a couple of months ago, maybe over a month, I was on your program and with Jack there, I made a comment about Linda Morag getting votes for Naomi Connie for the next president before mm -hmm. anybody knew about it. 
So that was already in the plans. So don't think she's saying about if I'm elected president. My other concern is, she argued with Jack, uh, with uh, Barry Richards about the commissioners on the liquor licensing board. She's an elected official. She appoints, they confirm those commissioners. Gilly, in the interest of time, do you, do you have any points today that you didn't already make on Friday? Well, Jack's there now. I just want to verify Jack it. listens to the show, though. He heard you. You heard me. Well, yeah, I got something else to say that I haven't said Friday. Okay. You know, Naomi Connie made a statement that she stepped on the chair, on a, on a chair, um, bench, because she couldn't see the podium. Okay? I just want to tell everybody that there was a lady to her right that had a worse view. There were over a hundred people in that room, over a hundred people. The only person that decided to stand on a bench was Naomi Connie. Okay, and then she has the nerve to say, I didn't assault Gilly Safios, I assaulted her phone. Okay, there's that somebody that wants to be president of the city council. And she doesn't know how many commissioners that she are on a liquor license for. She thinks it's five. You want to put her as president of the city council? All right. We'll, hold, okay. we'll hold you there. We'll hold you there. Thank you. I'll get Jack's response. Bye-bye. All right. So, yeah, I'll, I'll just say what I've said a number of times. I, I like Gilly Safiolis. He's a, an interested citizen, but I do feel like he has like a revenge agenda against, and I've told Gilly this directly to himself, uh, against a lot of the councilors, and I think he loses effectiveness when he criticizes everything that moves because, you know, people tend to tune it out when they think that you have an agenda. And I think the same thing goes with the city councils. Some of them sometimes seem to have uh, an agenda against the mayor. And so I think that you have to really convince people that you're taking each issue as it comes and, and, and not on a personal vendetta against people. And that isn't to say I don't like you, Gilly, but I just think that that's something that all of us have to be careful of. Yeah, and, and and I'm not trying to be rude and move them on, but I'm just, you know, we've we've made these points that we don't need to keep hitting them over and over again. Say, repeating ourselves over and over again on the radio, that's the host's job. That's what we do. <laughs> so, but going back to this oh, issue. a bad column writer if you repeat yourself over <laughs> and over. I can't tell you how many times I use the same tired cliches in all of my Celtics columns over the years. I'll just say at a certain point, I wonder, have, I, have I said this before mm -hmm. in a column? <laughs> So go, going back to the issue with the with the ballot question, so you actually did a little bit more digging to try to find out exactly where the breakdown came in all of this, and you know you, we talked a little bit about it last week, but you had another column since then. Uh, what else were, have you been able to find out in that time since? So I was able to to do an interview with Manny DeBrito, and um, he, he hasn't given any other ones that I'm aware of. The same with Eric Jakes. Um, it's interesting. Sometimes you know I, I don't know. The mayor's office doesn't always talk to me, but sometimes they do. And in this case, they they were, you know, I, I always try to be on you know, as good terms as I can. There's a few city councils who don't talk to me, but most of them do. Uh, so in, in those interviews, you know, I got their side of the story. So I it came out that Manny has a different version than Catherine Adamowitz. That is that he said to the, from the very beginning, I think, you, ha you know, it's this, but you have to go to... Um, uh, Rick Kidder and other people that were involved with it, they'll know more about it because I wasn't here. And whatever it is, I have to go to the city solicitor to 
you know, get his opinion that I have this right. And uh, Catherine says, oh, no, he, he, he told me exactly what to do, and that's why we missed the thing. Now, you can say that Manny should have known, but even the solicitor's office didn't know. They had to research it. And, you know, the Secretary of State's office eventually sent Manny a whole bunch of different ways that you can um, change a charter. I was not aware that uh, changing it for a mayoral term is different than it is for changing it for term limits for city council. You know, the, the, the state, in its wisdom or lack of wisdom, has made it easier to, to change it for a mayoral term because the state wants to move these cities uh, to four-year terms because government is more complex. It's more of a professional job. They don't want people to not be able to make hard decisions because they're always running for re-election. Mm-hmm. Mayor is an executive position. As I said before, the council is a legislative position. So I, I got that. And then I, I also got uh, confirmation from the city solicitor's office that they were a bit slow in um, responding to Manny's request. Can you clarify for me what the process is? They were busy at the end of the year with uh, the, the um, uh, end of things that the city solicitor's office has to do for the budget year. Um, uh, Eric Jakes acknowledged that it may have been as, 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 much, as early as May that Manny contacted him and um, they also said they didn't have um, a form that both Catherine and Manny said that that their understanding was that Manny hand walked it up to them uh, and the solicitor's office made the point that um, it is a complex process and you can't assume you know what you're doing the best thing to do is to get a lawyer Catherine did get a lawyer but by her own acknowledgement um, it was only to, to make sure the form was in the correct uh manner because she thought she had it for Manny what the process was. But I think that's a, an odd way to get a lawyer because I don't know how you even write the correct form if you don't know exactly which method you're using to change the charter. So uh, uh, the mayor uh, has criticized them for, for, for not having a lawyer take a more thorough look at it. I think it's easy to criticize Catherine for that because those of us who cover media and cover um legislative child changes, I've done it for a lot more years than I care to recount. No, it's very complicated and there are different processes. She felt she knew what she was doing, but I've never seen that, that many ever showed her the ex- exact law. If you haven't seen the exact law, I don't know how you can be sure you know what you're doing. She says many told her. He says he didn't. It's a he said, she said. I mean, if, if again, I'm not saying who's incorrect in their recounting of what happened, but if he did tell her what she says that he told her, then I would assume that the election commissioner is telling me the correct information and just go from there. Well, he didn't say that that, that the exact way. He says he didn't give her the exact you, way. But you're saying, so you're saying that his version is correct then? No, I'm saying that whatever the, the true version is, she had a responsibility to find it out herself. But if the you election know, commissioner told her but, but what she thinks... But he's not showing her the law. He's not showing her, you know, this, 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 and this, because neither of them has, has said that. You know, she, I, I, I just think you're doing something as time-consuming, as complex as changing a charter. You know, you need to investigate it. And, and But if I go to the office of the person that I think is in charge of that, and they uh-huh. tell me what the process is, Shouldn't I not take them at their well, word for say, that? You're saying that he told her the process. He's saying he didn't. But, right? but he, he say, he say, she's saying that he did. Right. So it's a he said, she said, but I have no way of establishing it. I'm not I'm not. But you're saying, automatically assuming that what he said is the no, correct thing. No, what I'm saying is that he also said, he also said, I'm not a lawyer. You need to, to, to get a lawyer and I need to go to the city solicitor's office to um, 
get the firm opinion as to what the process is. He's saying to her, I'm not in charge of this process. The solicitor is going to determine it. And the solicitor, by both of their stories, did not respond for as much as a month until the point she finally insisted that she get a meeting with the solicitor's office. And when she did, he told her he couldn't even meet with her without her lawyer because she had a lawyer. Now, she says, I only had a lawyer for this part of it. But he says, no, you have a lawyer or you don't have a lawyer. There is a process, and I forget the name of it. It's, it's, it's uh, uh, legal assistance something or other where it limits what you're going to talk to them from. I don't know whether that's what Catherine had, but it just seems to me that, 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 that you know, she didn't know what she didn't know. And Manny is telling her, I'm not sure. Now, she's saying, no, he told him he's sure. I don't know, but I think that you have a responsibility to find out. I don't think the way that you do a complex charter is just on what somebody tells you at the counter without showing you the actual law. You know, I, 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 I think a lot of people would, would differ with you on that. I think a lot of people would assume that if they go to the election office to ask a question about an election, that the election official's answer would be the right way to go. Even if they said, I'm not sure? He, he told you that he said, I'm not sure. Is well, she saying that he said, I'm not sure? Well, there is some evidence that he wasn't sure because he said, I have to hear back. Oh, from I'm sure he wasn't sure. There is some evidence that he wasn't sure because he said, I have to hear back from the, ele- from the solicitor's office. She knew that. She knew he had not heard back from the solicitor's office. And in fact, she, she was so concerned that the solicitor hadn't responded that she went to the mayor's office and said to the mayor's office, get the solicitor to talk to us. So she knew and, that she knew that there was some uncertainty there. And to me, that's the most egregious part of this whole thing is that they couldn't get the answers that they want. Now, you've heard the ex- explanation. The city solicitor is a part time position and they have a lot on their plate. Uh, but still, I, here's the question I that needed to be find, answered. I think that the, the, the um, elections office and the solicitor's office have a responsibility to give some information. But I could not find anything in the law that said they have to give information. Eric Jake said that the only responsibility they, that they really have is to certify the, the um, signatures. There's nothing in the law that says they have to tell them. You wish they would. You think that that's, that's what they should, should or do. Or at least that they had packets from the Secretary of State's yeah. office that just say, here you go. I, I, all along, I thought you should have a packet from mm-hmm. the Secretary of State that says, look, I'm not going to comment on which way you should do it right. or whatever because you're going to criticize me one way or the other if I comment on it. Here are a list of, of, of options you decide. You know. Let's let's uh, let's take a couple calls here. Well, uh, I'm gonna have to take a break. Um, let's let's take a call here. Good morning. You are next with Jack Blaine. Hello. Want me to talk fast? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll talk real fast. Um, I just wanted to ask Jack in his experience um, at working his job. When did um, our uh, public, or when did people um, delight in such a gutcha attitude? Has it always been like that? I think we're in a particularly um, bad cycle. I'm not sure it's the only cycle in American history of, of, of gotchas, but we're really in a, a, a series where both sides, and now it's bleeding down to the local level and even nonpartisan things, that it doesn't really matter, you know, debating the issues. It matters, can I catch you in a mistake and, mm-hmm. and try to discredit you for that? And I, and I think people... publicly humiliate you. Yes, and I think I think both sides do that because they think it works, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's the best um, function of politics. And I think we're, we're really, um, I think social media and electronic media, uh, <laughs> I don't mean to criticize electronic media when I'm on it, but 
particularly lends itself to that. Yeah. yeah. It's become more about winning than it is about compromise. Uh, it's kind of about owning the libs or, or, or humiliating the, the conservatives, like, you know. Maybe you'd like to join my party. It's bring back civility and common sense. Absolutely. Okay. Mm. Take care. Doesn't sound like much of a party, though. It sounds pretty... <laughs> Now, you be quiet, Mr. Weisberg, because you're the person who does like to go to bed early and everything else, and you have another girlfriend who calls you early in the morning, and I'm very hurt. All right. Thank you for the call. I'll get getting myself in trouble here. Uh, do we have to take a break? Callers, hang on. We will get to you, but I got to take this break. We'll be back in a few moments. All right. Callers, hang on. We are going to get to you. We're going to be going into the newsroom in just a moment, but Jack will be with me here on the other side of the news, and we'll continue discussing all these issues, and we'll take your phone calls, 508-996-0500. If you can't wait, you can always send us a voicemail on the uh, open line feature on the WBSM app. You can also send us an app chat text message on the WBSM app as well. And, uh, and I forgot to announce the winner. That's probably why everybody keeps calling. Like, you didn't announce today's winner of the George Clinton Parliament <laughs> Funkadelic tickets. really on their mind? I will give you the name of the winner when we come back from the news. But right now, it is time to go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. A possible indictment for former President Donald Trump from Georgia could come as soon as this week. Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis has been investigating the former president and the current frontrunner of the Republican primary for possible attempts to overturn the election results in the state that voted for President Joe Biden in 2020. Barricades and fences have been erected in front of the courthouse in Atlanta, which is located in Fulton County. A U.S. representative from Minnesota is calling for a primary challenge against President Joe Biden. Democrat Dean Phillips, who represents Minnesota's 3rd District, containing the suburbs of the Twin Cities, went on Meet the Press Sunday and told host Chuck Todd that several Democrats have called on him or someone else to give the president a primary challenge. Democrats ranging from New York progressive Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez to moderate Jared Golden of Maine have endorsed Biden for one reason or another, signaling the party has no intention of looking for someone to challenge him. Phillips did not say which Democrats told him that they want a primary challenge. A Republican congressman is threatening to defund the Department of Justice and the Department of Homeland Security. Speaking on Fox News Sunday, Chip Roy of Texas says he doesn't intend to take money away from the agencies, but also said he does not want to give the agencies a blank check until President Biden tells Congress about how he plans to restore the DOJ and secure the border. A website has been launched that is going to allow New Yorkers to buy lottery tickets online. Jackpot.com gives Empire State residents the opportunity to purchase tickets for popular games such as Mega Millions and Powerball without having to go to the store. People can, allow, can present their tickets to be scanned on a phone or tablet, and if they win, they can transfer their prize money to a linked bank account. Jackpot.com CEO says the hope is to, is to make the site more available for more people to play the lottery. The site of the only documented exorcism in the U.S. is closing. Mark Mayfield with more. I cast you out, unclean spirit. It is he who commands you. According to the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, the St. Alexis Hospital in St. Louis is filing for bankruptcy but has not given a closing date. The hospital was founded in 1869 and later became the basis for the book The Exorcist. It was decided in the late 1970s to demolish the wing of the hospital where the exorcism took place. I'm Mark Mayfield. Former Attorney General Bill Barr says he's willing to f testify against former President Donald Trump. It satisfied us that there was no basis for concluding that there had been fraud in those instances. Some of them were obvious. 
Speaking on CBS's Face the Nation, Bill Barr re- reiterated that he told Trump in no uncertain terms there was no evidence of fraud in the 2020 presidential election. Barr, who served as the attorney general under President George H.W. Bush, was appointed by Trump in 2019. Barr resigned a month after the 2020 election. And ahoy, it's National Lighthouse Day. Bree Tennis has more. There are 779 working lighthouses in the U.S. Most are privately owned, and there's one in every state. They can be used on lakes. At least seven of them are reported to be haunted. They're not as necessary as they once were. GPS is better at pointing out rocky shorelines. But back in the day, they stood proudly, shining 1,000 watts of light to ships. Today, we honor that beacon of light. I'm Bree Tennis, NBC News Radio. In sports, the Boston Red Sox were stomped by the Toronto Blue Jays last night, 13-1. The Sox are now at the bottom of the American League East. They'll begin a series against the Kansas City Royals tonight at 7.10 p.m. at Fenway Park. And now, here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. We'll expect a mixture of some sun and clouds throughout the day. We have scattered showers moving through the area as well. At times, we could see a pop-up thunder shower moving through as well, high near 77. Overnight tonight, we're going to be cloudy and humid with a few spot thunder showers as well, 70 degrees. And for tomorrow, morning showers becoming scattered by afternoon, high of 82. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It is currently 72 degrees in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Think of it as breakfast for your mind. Back to the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. And welcome back in. We are turning on the light with Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light. Let's go right back to the phones here. Good morning. You were on with Jack Spillane. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Good morning, Catherine. Catherine. Um, I wanted to emphasize some dates. April 19th was when I met first with Manny, and I was not alone, by the way. Um, And he gave me that, you know, the two pieces of information I already told you about, Jack. Um, How many people, you know, one uh, uh, small portion of the voting population, uh, I needed to get signatures, 3,000. Zero seven nine. He said I needed to get it in before 45 days, uh, by 45 days before all of the uh, signatures. <clears throat> and then he said, you know, go see one of two people, and he gave me the names. Those are the only things he said. He never said at that point anything about an attorney. When we went to see Rick Kidder, it is Rick Kidder who said to us, you do need to get an attorney to draw up the question so that it's according to the charter language. It was not until January, uh, January, no, (laughs) June 29th that um, Manny said there may be a a problem with uh, the uh, procedure, I think he said. I'm not, I'd have to look back at my notes, but it wasn't until June 29th he said there may be any kind of problem. It was not until July 24th that at my insistence with meeting with Jake's that, um, he said he would not accept the signatures. So those are the dates. Um, so I, I, I just do, interject. I I'll just interject here, Catherine. Um, is it is it not true that Manny said he? You, I don't really know much about this because I wasn't here. So you need yes. to, to go to the people that yes. 
organized the last petition and the city solicitor is the person who will decide. I, I don't, no. I'm not a lawyer. No, he did not say that then. Okay. He did not okay. say that until June 29th. Okay, so he has always oh, said wait, things like that June to June 20th. When Paul and I brought the, <clears throat> the papers to him from our lawyer that he had drawn up, you know, the question and the, the list of signatures, of the, you know, the list that people needed to sign. At that point, he said he read them through, and he said they look fine. And I said, so it's okay to go ahead with this getting signatures? He said, oh, yes. He said, I'm going to bring this up to the city solicitor's office now for him to look through, but it looks fine. Go ahead. That's when he, and then it was on, that was on Jan, uh, June 20th on a Tuesday. The 29th on the Thursday, when I finally did reach him two days after trying to on the phone, uh, that's when he said to me, there may be a problem. Well, why would he say, I don't know much about this. You need to go to Rick Kidder and the other people that uh, were in the last petition and then later say, oh, this looks fine. I'm just going to run this by the city solicitor's office. It doesn't well, make, they, they seem to contradict each other. How should I know? That's, you know, I don't know what's in Manny's head. All no, I'm, I'm just saying he when he said, me. I don't know that and much and about as it. I pointed out to you, you know, as things have gotten the, the so-called he said, she said, well, Paul and I don't have a job to at, at stake here. Manny does, and I've got nothing against him personally. I don't know him personally, but I know what he said to me and, and Paul, and I know when he sent it. Uh, said it. Now, I just want to add that, and this is the other piece of information I wanted to give today. Over the weekend, it was either, I was away, so it was either Saturday or Sunday. Um, I was able to see because the, the uh, electronics were not very good where I was, uh, that um, Jake's had sent a, a, uh, a post. He wanted to get a post into the yes, uh, New Bed Term Limits New Bedford group, and he was responding to um, a question that Paul had put in the group saying, does anyone have a hard copy of the city of New Bedford charter? or the ability to print it out. Um, I will pay the copy cost. Okay. Well, Jake's wrote back and said, Priscilla, you know, Paul's name is Paul, not Priscilla. And he said, Priscilla, um, uh, see uh, the ordinances for the charter. And that was it. And I never sent it through because we already know that the charter and the ordinances are together. We understand that. That wasn't the issue. Now, whether he made a mistake by referring to Paul as Priscilla, who knows? That's an odd name to have come up with. In any event, I, I just blocked him. Um, what this suggests to me is that City Hall is yet concerned. Why, why is, you know, Jake's looking over the weekend at our group um, correspondence? Because you threatened to take legal action against him? Well, we are, we've already taken the papers out for the Attorney General offices. Well, that's uh, why he's concerned. General's office, absolutely. Absolutely. We have a complaint to lodge. Absolutely. Yeah, it makes sense, and then he would be, he'd be monitoring the page then. Well, perhaps, but uh, he didn't. I mean, that Priscilla business and telling us, you know, something so obvious at this point. I don't even want to tell you how often I've tried to, t to type something in and started with one letter and, and autocorrect. Gives me a different name. I, I don't know. I, I have well, a habit. You, you also, if you've met him, you know he's a very arrogant person. 
and well, I knew men don't want to say might, that some might say there's more than you have to keep Catherine some might say there is Catherine some might say there's arrogance to go around on a number of sides on this issue well that <laughs> that may be but I don't feel it's coming from from this voice well I do want to just get your take on one quick thing and then we got to take a break uh, I don't know if you heard because you said you were away. I don't know if you heard Friday's segment with uh, Council President Morad and, and Councillor Carney. Councilor, no, I didn't. Councillor Carney has said that you know she's seeking the council presidency next year if she's reelected, and that she wants to have a charter review commission formed. I asked Council President Morad if she would get it on the ballot this year, and she said that there just isn't enough time to be able to have the conversations that need to be had to have that done. Would would that be? you know, acceptable, amenable to you that it would be coming, but it wouldn't be happening in this election cycle? No, I think it should be done this election cycle. And I know that Naomi has left me a few messages. Like I say, I've been away. I will return her call. Um, it, it just, um, you know, this, this petition has been going on, as you know, since June 21st when we started getting signatures. It's, It's, you know, it's not surprising to me, given you know that that uh, of the issue going on now and the and the problem with the attorney general's office and all that that we have finally complained that people are calling me now. But you know where were the city councilors when the petition started? None of them stopped and talked to us about why we were doing what we were doing. They just went by the tables, uh, or, and um, now people are calling and saying, "Oh, you know what what happened? Can we help?" No, right. I think the uh, election, uh, the, the, if, if the question is going to be put on, it should be this, this, this season. Um, because if it is through a commission, it's a two-year, I mean, a two-cycle, two-election process. I mean, that's one of the ways we found out it can be done. Um, you know, to wait <laughs> another two years and then two after that, no. No, there's no reason why they can't get it. If I'm understanding it correctly now. One of the ways, there's no, there's no reason that the question about getting a commission uh, can't be on the ballot in November. There's no reason. All right. So well, why wait? I'm going to hold you there just because we're uh, up against the break, but thank you for the call. Thanks. Bye. And uh, we do have to take that break. When we come back on the other side, you can call in, talk more with Jack Splain and I, 508-996-0500. Back in a few. And welcome back. We are turning on the light with Jack Splain of New Bedford Light, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next with Jack. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, I'd like to follow up on something Catherine was just saying. So, when this whole process was started, it's called mid units, late units. Yeah. So, they started doing petitions, not getting responses from anybody, especially, say, that first three, four weeks. That's kind of telling because it also represents now, if I'm in city council or I'm in an elected position anywhere in the country for anything, school committee, whatever, right? It's about my self-preservation. But as an elected official of the public, representing the public, it should be about what's right for the public, about giving them the chance to decide. Now, this process, because it's been so delayed and now in a minimum, maybe two years, there is only one way it's going to get done. Both the city council and the mayor sign off, send all that, because, of course, it has to go to the secretary of state's office and let it play itself out. Truly let the people decide. Oh, well, what do you think, Jack? Is that well? You know, in the beginning when we just had Catherine's side, I I I, I thought thought the city council. And I've been a supporter of term limits. Uh, uh, they should put it just on the ballot. But the more I hear, I, I I the more I found out about this, I I just feel 
that it's an enormously complex process. You know, you really can't. You have a you have two versions of events. You know, I think that that both parties are shading it a little bit to their advantage, and I, I just think you have to do the the research, and you ha- you certainly have to have seen the law and seen what the law says. I don't have any evidence that she ever saw the law or Manny ever saw the law. Now you can say Manny should have gotten more information more quicker, and I agree with that, but. The fact that he didn't, I couldn't find anything in the law that says he has to. His his responsibility, according to the law, is to certify the signatures. And that's what Eric Jakes told me. Now, I think that's consumer unfriendly. And I think that... So if his job is to certify the signatures, what's he do the rest of the year? Well, the election office is a, a big office that has all kinds of... But by statute, what 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 is what is the rest of the, the you, job? Thank you, I'll sit back and listen. Okay, thank you for the call. You know, by statute, then what is, what is the, what's the remainder of the job? I would assume to do whatever work needs well, to be they're, done they're, they're when it comes to going, elections. I mean, there's all kinds of things that have to do with that law. They're registering people. They're, they're culling voter lists, which, which they don't seem to cull well enough. Um, they're preparing for other elections. There's a lot goes into an election is, office. Is right? that all laid out in what the job is of the election commissioner, too? Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not an expert, but I, I, I don't... I, I think... <laughs> I'm, not, know, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I, mean, I just, just think people have been... Poking you know, a little no, bit. No offense to anybody, but people have been calling you know, for his firing. And, and you know, I, I've said I think that he's a, a competent you know, uh, election officer compared to other people I've seen. Maria uh, Tomasi, Eileen Lowney, you know... People have, you know, these are, are not rocket science jobs and, 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 and you get what you get for people who apply. Like, uh, um, I do think that when you're trying to do something as august as trying to change the charter, you have a responsibility to not to try to, to, to have the lawyer on the cheap, you know, and so that you're just, you're just hiring them for one little process when you haven't even seen what the actual law is, you know, and I, I just think that. You know, I, I don't blame Catherine for that. I think she's naive to not know that it's complex, but I think you need to research the law. Either have a lawyer do it for you or do it yourself. All right, let's take a quick call here. Good morning. You're next with Jack Spillane. Oh, good morning. Jack, uh, you know, you're an investigative reporter, so you know exactly what you're supposed to do. Uh, you know, <laughs> Catherine, I, I wouldn't have known this off the top of my head. This. Catherine's a novice at this, and she was seeking help. You know, it, it, it proves to me that this is you know, uh, governmental incompetence, not being able to, you know, give some direction to this person. And uh, it's like uh, watching W.C. Fields, and if you remember, get away, boy, you bother me, you know. I'm going to glad hand you, I'm going to backslap you around election time, but once I'm in, I don't need you, you know. And uh, this goes all the way up the line for, for everyone in this. They're more concerned with the preservation of their power than they are with uh, letting, you know, uh, a citizen... Um, follow, get, get, you know, follow their rights. And yeah, that, that you're a caller I hear frequently and I respect you a lot, but that just sounds to me like government paranoia, government mistrust, well, what, what, that the government is, is always bad. Do, Jack? Well, what, this has been going on now for a while, you know. And uh, again, I just see that the government, these people here, no matter if they're the mayor or they're uh, uh, Linda Morad, they're afraid about losing a little bit of their authority. And this is a, a non-binding thing that, tr- that she's trying to get on to the uh, uh, to the voters. No, this would be binding. binding. Oh, it's binding. Yeah, now? she wanted when they proposed the question. The question would have been binding. Oh, okay. I thought it was non-binding. But even if it's binding, I think with all the people that support the politicians that are in power now, okay, I'm and they've been expressing that the opposition to this, 
it would probably get voted down, to tell you the truth, I think, even though you've uh, had uh, some people... Uh, okay, go ahead. There's, a, there's no doubt there's a lot of bad politicians in office, a lot of bad public servants in office. There's no doubt there's a lot of good politicians and a lot of good public servants in office. I just get a little bit tired of, of like, you know, they're all corrupt, you know, the government, you can't trust the government, they're so arrogant. Well, well, look at what we've seen. Look at what we've seen across the board here. You know, again, this is a novice person trying to, you know, get involved in the democratic process. And I even think the mayor originally liked Catherine. I hear his tone of his voice on the, on the phone. I think he still likes her. Yeah, yeah, I really think he does. So help her out and get this thing on the... Uh, but you can't just disregard the, the requirements as to what the time is and what the well, process time, of hearings time, are. Time, Jack. If the mayor said, I'm going to send this to the city council and I'd like them to get this on, we get it on. You don't have to go through all this convoluted, complex uh, law that um, maybe was drawn up so that you can't have anything to say. You know? I'm just going to exercise okay. my okay. governmental authority all and right, silence the you there. Guy. Take care. <laughs> right. I just I got to take a break, Jack. We'll, we'll get your take on that when we come back in just one moment. We have about 30 seconds left, and then it's time for South Coast Now. Jack Blaine, what are you working on this week? Uh, you know, the truth is I'm not sure. Like, you know, I, 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 I've been looking at that. At for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.